you know, for the athletes out there that have ended their sport and they're going through this time where things don't really feel that great. They're not certain about things. It's things are new. They're trying new jobs or maybe interviewing a bunch and, and maybe not getting traction there. And as athletes, you're used to being good at things. What's going on? What's going on, good people? Uh, welcome to another episode of the Athletes Unite podcast. And this podcast is all about giving you a sneak peek, giving you a little bit of an appetizer of what you can expect for the forthcoming Athlete Unite conference, which is going down in Atlanta, July 15th and 16th. We're going to have all the information you need down in the show notes so you can get signed up and get registered and we'll meet you in Atlanta right we'll meet you in atlanta because this this event is you know is it's it's going to be life-changing and we're focusing on mental health and really providing an experience for athletes to where they can learn how to create businesses they can identify career opportunities through sports entrepreneurship and technology so hit that link down the show notes and get signed up and on this episode i'm i'm excited I'm excited to get get to interview my my friend. We've been connected for some time now. Uh, it's just the power of connection, right? The power of connection, the power of social media. Um, I, I I was able to meet uh, this this phenomenal young lady, who is she's a student athlete. The, the, she's in student athlete development, right? She she assists student athlete around the realm of academic advising, but of course, it's so much more. It's life. It's you know current challenges. She's a podcaster. She's a gymnast. She's a wife. She's a mother. She's all of the things, and she wears them proudly. Bethany Crouch, how are you doing, Bethany? That was a phenomenal intro. Thank you. I, uh, I'm i sitting here feeling so much gratitude for just being here and so grateful, like you said, for our connection and the connection that we will get to experience live in Atlanta with all of our other former athlete colleagues. I'm so excited. Classy and I had talked, we came together and created a mastermind with Penelope Yamauchi, who will also be a panel moderator and will also be present at the conference. But a couple years ago, we held a mastermind in the Bay Area and we were all sitting together thinking, like, wouldn't it be cool if there was like a stand up event that you went to after you were done with your college career and that it was like it was just a known thing that you went to and you got to connect with former athletes and have professional development opportunities and classy is the woman to do it. She is amazing. Like. I am so impressed. But anyway, that's a little intro of like how I got tied in with the Athletes Unite Conference. Jonathan and I had connected through the various world of collegiate athletics slash professional development slash former athletes doing amazing work. So that's, we connected somehow in that realm. But like he said, I currently work in collegiate athletics as a student athlete development coordinator coordinator at my alma mater, Sacramento State. 
And yeah, my day to day is all of the things, including advising, eligibility, student athlete development, athlete mental health. It's really at the mid major level that I work at. It's a little bit of hands in all of these different aspects of of college athletics and being a student athlete in college athletics. So of course it's it's no secret that like my absolute favorite piece of my role is student athlete development. It's why I do it as a former gymnast who had to retire due to injury. I saw the maybe the little bit of a lack of a bridge from student to professional and it was a big jump. And I I was looking for the resources to build my bridge as I was attempting to figure out what is career development. So I always had that in my mind as I was looking to pursue a career in sports and had thankfully come into a position where the current position that I am in opened up. And when I was a junior in college, having to retire, I told the current student athlete development coordinator at that time, I said, I'm going to have your job. (laughs) I'm going to be you one day. And fast forward, I think it took me five years to to get into this role. And a lot of life happened in between those five years of being a junior in college and stepping away from gymnastics to stepping into this role that I've been in for five years as well. So it's it's been like a decade, which is wild uh, to think about. And in that decade, I have gotten married to my best friend, who was also a former athlete, baseball athlete at Sacramento State. We met on the very first day, met at orientation, and then that was that. <laughs> then uh, we got of course married and now we have two beautiful wild crazy so much fun uh, little boys so yeah my life has been a combination of you know athlete retirement figuring out the i would i like to call my athlete souvenirs that i hung on to for better for worse right like mm-hmm. affection worth dependent on my performance, um, having immense guilt if I missed anything work-related. Uh, and it, it, all of these things derived from 15 years of competitive gymnastics. And my relationship with sport was a little, I think, a little different. I know there are athletes out there that, that had the same or similar experience, but I had a very, like, love. I don't like to use the word hate, but love-dislike just like a lot, relationship with my sport. So much so that when I was injured, I was in a space mentally where I was hoping for the results to not be good so I could walk away from the sport, to have a reason to walk away from the sport. As weird as that sounds, and it's like, you know, I always think of the when Facebook first came out and you put your relationship status, like it's complicated as your status, that was my relationship status with gymnastics. Um, and it, I would say it ended in, a, in a, the best way that it could, but had me unpacking a lot through my first couple years of professional development. 
which led me to creating a community of former female athletes, which then led to connecting with these amazing former athletes doing incredible work in entrepreneurship and mentoring and coaching and helping the current athletes transition into their, you know, former athlete kind of title. So it all ties together, but in a, in a somewhat snapshot, my sport journey had immense impact to where I am today, to as far as my, my family life, my professional role at Sacramento State, to what I'm truly passionate about, which is connection. Like there's such magic in connection and the impact that connection has on support when someone is, you know, leaving their, their long-term relationship, right? They're leaving sport, they're leaving their, their passion. Um, and they need a, you know, they need a team, whether they realize it or not, we always need a team Mm. after sport. And so Mm. that's, that's kind of where I've landed. (laughs) And as I was telling Jonathan, before we hit record here, it's been a transition. So this, you know, for the athletes out there that have ended their sport and they're going through this time where things don't really feel that great. They're not certain about things. It's things are new. They're trying new jobs or maybe interviewing a bunch and, and maybe not getting traction there. And as athletes, you're used to being good at things. You know, so when you get into a space where you're where it's unfamiliar, it's, you're not good because you just started and that's completely human. Mm-hmm. That's completely okay. But as athletes, we struggle a little bit with that. So that is why you, you need to like have a team, you need to lean on someone. And that's what I wanted and I created. And I created what I needed. And you hear that a lot in this space. Like I created what I would have needed in that transition. But in this transition, athletes that you're going through right now, there are other transitions ahead for you as well. Identity transitions is what I'm uh, referring to when I say transition. There are identity transitions ahead when you get married, when you become a parent, if that's in your future, when you maybe step into a new role. So it's not just like we go through this and we're like, okay, done with that because identity transition, identity shift is really just means you're growing. So with that being said, I'm, I'm here for it. I'm here for all of it. The nitty gritty, the ugly, the feeling of like you're trudging through mud. It's a part of the process. And I'll pause there for you. Wow. No, that's, I mean, that's, it, it, it's so good. It, it's so good. Everything you share and, and, and I really can appreciate it because the, the perspective you're coming from, we may or may not hear this depending on, you know, what, what we're watching, what we're exposed to, what we choose to tune into. Um, but you're speaking from the perspective of yes, former athlete, but you're also speaking from the, th- through the lens of being a mother through, through the lens of, you know, being a former athlete and a mother, right? So all of these things and talking about these transitions, which 
Um, I, I hope nobody nobody gets on me. But as as I've been married two years now, I've learned that my wife is going to transition. She's told me many times that there's going to be you know different phases and she's going to evolve and change. And I don't think men have to go through as many transitions or it's not as apparent of transition, right? Because when a, when a woman goes from a single woman to a wife, if we're not careful, her identity could be tied to, oh, that's such and such's right. wife, right? It's not that's such such as husband, it's that's, that's who and whose wife. And then when, then if, you know, there, there comes a child, then it's like, oh, that's such and such's mom. Right. So the identity of the woman is removed. Basically, the identity of the woman basically is determined by, you know, that's this person's mom or this person's wife. So I can really I just want to say I really appreciate just your perspective, like um, just what you shared, because identity is so pivotal. And then, you know, somebody having to deal with the identity of, OK, we're no longer an athlete. So now what am I what am I latching on to? Right. right? Yeah, and we do that, and who knows the the true maybe root of why we search for things externally to latch onto, to have this identity. When the fact of the matter is, like by you being you, you're your identity. Whether with sport, without sport, you know so-and-so's child or you went to this college or you're working for this company for some reason even professionals you know i'd say just starting out in their career are so wrapped up in their job especially athletes because we always had something to tie our identity to and a lot of it was based you know achieve we had achievement and we had those good feelings of accomplishment and hard work and that we were being productive and it doesn't have to be that way like just by you and i was talking to one of our other panelists who's going to be on the power of platform panel and she brought this up she's like you being you and by you existing like that is your purpose that is your identity and that's reese and it was this moment of like yeah, we have to be reminded of that because even to this day, I'll still search for other aspects uh, to be connected with. And we all need something to be connected with and to have a purpose with. But we don't have to lean too far into it to where dependent on how that day at work went, how you performed on that performance review defines your worth. And as athletes, we do that because they're measures of success or we were coached that way that, you know, there's a scoreboard, there's a time to hit, there's these measures of success. And that's just how we were raised. Mm -hmm. But again, it shouldn't be. And I, I can attest to this because this is how I was as an athlete. I would uh, take how I did at practice or how I did at a competition and whatever status or whatever happened, that was how well my life was going. I had a bad day at the gym. My life is just terrible right now. Or I had a great day and I'm doing fine. But everything so closely revolved around how I was performing at my sport. And and that's that's not something after 15 years of, of being coached and 
uh, developing as an athlete in that way. And to be a good athlete, like you have to sometimes take that to heart. And, you know, some of the best of the best, like you live and breathe it. And that's what it's like, that's who you are. That's what you do. But for all of us out there, just like PSA, we are human. We are not perfect. We are meant to have a human experience that is sticky and ugly and messy. And on the flip mm-hmm. side, get to experience the the true magic of life in relationships, connection, love, traveling. Like there's there's different perspectives that you gain over time, right? And so that's why there's so much value in this conference, the Athletes Unite Conference, because you have athletes on the other side that are, you know, a couple years out, 10 years out, five years out, 10, 20, 30, you know, so there's so much wisdom in it. And although you're going, you're going to hear the most amazing stories, you're going to get snippets of information that's going to just truly resonate with you. Take that with you, but also know that sometimes you have to experience life as it's meant to be experienced for you. Like, it's kind of what I, what I mean by that is like, I think of like my, my parents telling me, you know, consider this before you do this, or maybe don't buy that car or maybe, you know, and you're just like, yeah, yeah, I'm going to do it. And sometimes you have to do it. You have to make your own decisions so that you can have that experience. So you can have that lesson, even though someone maybe advised you wasn't the greatest, but sometimes you need it. You need it for your journey in life. So again, as far as like maybe putting pressure on yourself as a, as a former athlete, which we're also great at is just remembering that every experience serves you, even if it doesn't feel like it and it can be harsh, but sometimes we need it. And sometimes there is pure beauty that sprouts from you maybe making making a decision. It wouldn't necessarily be a mistake, but a decision that, that led you in a different way. Or you're in a place in life where it doesn't feel good. That's the magic part. Like in the deep, darkest depths, that's where you see a glimmer of light and that you chase the glimmer you chase the light you chase what makes you feel good you chase what lights up your soul and then you've made something beautiful out of your journey and I feel like that happens time and time again because again we're all human we're all going to experience the highs and the lows so it's a part of it and again I'm going to keep going back to to team and people to lean on and people to, you know, send a quick text to like, today's a day. Like I'm going to need a pep top. Send me a good gif right now because I need, Mm -hmm. I need to be maybe brought up, brought up uh, above, above water so I can breathe a little bit as I'm in this pursuit of, of life. And I think that's where, Again, as athletes, we shouldn't be foreign to that concept, right? Like we trained extremely hard. You conditioned 
so intensely. And there were times where you're like, this sucks. (laughs) This is not fun. This is painful. But where did that pain get you? It got you progress. It got you to a moment in performance where you hit the shot, you made the time, you nailed the routine. So, you know, it all mirrors itself. Your sport experience truly mirrors aspects of life beyond sport, which is pretty cool because you get to almost have like not the answers to the test in a way by any sense, but maybe you got a really great study guide (laughs) in prep for life beyond (laughs) sport. Wow. Bethany, wow. I'm sitting here. I'm just like, oh my goodness, you're just dropping these quotes. And I'm like, wow, that's so real. (laughs) I hope so. Because it's true. Yeah. Because it, it it's it's true, and 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 I'm, I'm gonna say this, and I'm gonna let you share with people where they can find you and connect with you. But people have to understand that your coach is telling you what th- what worked for them in their time, if it was them as a player or them as a coach. But things change over the years, so therefore you can have a great study guide, like Bethany said, but sometimes the teacher which can be life, will change the test. 100%. There's your quote right there. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. Bethany, this was so rich. Oh, my goodness. Audience out there, if you all heard Bethany just come and torch the podcast, okay? (laughs) She just came and just subtly (laughs) torched. I was like, wait, wait, what is going on? Oh, my goodness. We're up in flames right now. You need to be in Atlanta so you can hear Bethany and her friends, these just amazing, amazing individuals just wreck their panel and get to connect with her and so many other people. Man, we're going to have the link down in the bio. Be sure. Well, it was in the bio on Shakeout LLC on Instagram, but it's going to be in the show notes. Bethany, where can people find you? How can they follow you? Please share that at this time. So my... Former female athlete community is called Her Sports Story, and it's on Instagram at Her Sports. That is sports with an S at the end. Story, and yeah, come follow along. It's a community of really amazing individuals. There is a podcast as well. Haven't been on it in a while with the whole two under two thing, but there's still such great interviews on there of me and former other former female athletes that have just made the most beautiful lives for themselves at on iTunes or on at Apple podcasts. It's her sports story as well. So I can't wait to see you all in Atlanta. It's going to be a phenomenal experience and I can't wait. I'm going to be on cloud nine the whole time. And thank you, Jonathan, for doing what you you're doing. You and me both. It's going to be amazing. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's, 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 it's going to be really amazing. It's going to be really amazing. You all, I'm I'm Jonathan Jones. You can find me on at Jonathan Jones Speaks on, on Instagram or all the platforms, basically. And this was Bethany Crouch, who came through and wrecked the show. Bethany, thank you so much for uh, coming and just sharing you know, a snapshot of, of the wisdom that you have. So thank you. Always here.